0: Well, do we right, volunteers? If I, if
1: I asked you uh, who the coach of the Nets is, say Kenny Atkinson. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> we need we need a fall guy. <laughs> You've been working all day. You don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh, just prepare to.
1: Uh...
0: It'll be great. It'll be perfect.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth.
1: Whee!
2: I'm
0: going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined.
2: We're going for
3: three! We're three. We're three. <laughs> <laughs> that must be put Raff with on. That train
0: <laughs> is off the track.
2: <laughs> Who doesn't love the bounce against
0: <laughs> Hitler. Just get compared to... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be awash and unbeatable. Welcome, Pacers fans. You're listening to the Undebeatables, your semi weekly Pacers podcast. Today is March 7th, 2020, and this is episode 437. This show, we're going to discuss a two in one week for the Pacers, including games against San Antonio, Milwaukee, and Chicago. Joining me are our three analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., it's the doctor, Jason Triplett.
3: What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Shout out to Daylight Savings. Shout out? <laughs> I'm losing
1: an hour, right? Yep. Ugh.
0: Yeah. It's, you're loaning an hour. You'll get it back later. Uh-huh. From Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana. He's a rent house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson.
3: What is up, Pacer Nation? Glad to be here. That thing is, you don't earn interest on the hour. No. It's, <laughs> it's just loaning It's not it like you get one of Harper's uh, Fleurs days back. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: From Bo- Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper.
2: What up, fellas? Guess I'm chatting out delayed gratification. Six months is a long time.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Before we get into the show, I'd like to remind you, anytime you shop at Amazon, you can help support us. Don't cost anything extra, but if you click the link in the show notes or go to the slash Amazon, uh, any shopping you do kicks a small percentage back to us, and it helps support what we do. So first, what we got for you this week is a boomerang. What do you got for us, Colson? Yeah,
1: it's been a long time since we've done a boomerang. Um, if you recall, it's clever because Boomer is the Pacer mascot. Yeah. But it also, mm-hmm. goes, ar- mm-hmm. it also goes around the table. Right? Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask a question. We'll go around the table um, and see who can get all the answers. So um, start with Jason. Okay. Uh, can you name the Brooklyn Nets...
3: Head coach, Brooklyn Nets head coach. Uh, I always forget this guy's name. I always want to say it's Sean Marks, but it's not Sean Marks. It's uh... I think
1: that's the GM. I think
3: okay. Uh,
1: At- Kenny Atkinson. That's well done. Well done. I feel like you've you've messed that one up in the past, so mm-hmm. I'm glad you. Yeah. uh that is not correct. What? Uh,
0: Joey, can you name the Nets head coach? You talk about, so, you're talking about the Nets or the well-coached Brooklyn Nets? I'm, I'm talking about the well-coached Brooklyn Nets.
3: <laughs> Wait, what?
0: That would be uh, Jacques Vaughn. Jacques Vaughn! Jacques Vaughn!
3: The
1: new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets! That happened just today.
0: <laughs> wow. So, Brooklyn, uh, in, in a playoff race, fired their coach?
1: I mean, it's not really so much a race. They're uh, kind of locked in at uh, seven. To but they're going like to... hell to
2: get out. But
1: what did,
3: <laughs> <clears throat> what did uh, my man, Sean Marks, my, my, my bosom buddy, what did, he, uh, what did he expect Kenny Atkinson to do without uh, his top two players in Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant? He expected more than the seventh seed? Maybe, maybe they were doing too well and he didn't like that.
1: No, I mean, you know, they've got a brand new building, right? And they're, uh, they've put a ton of money into getting all these superstars, and they ex- expect to do better with them. Kenny Atkins
3: has built a culture of winning where he takes yeah. guys off the scrap heap and teaches they them to play basketball and win games. overachieved
1: the last two seasons, for sure. Yeah. I
3: don't understand this at all.
1: Well, I think the timing of it is the most confusing thing, right? I mean, I, I'm making a joke like by, by saying they're locked in. They kind of are. But like the yeah. thing is, is you're 20 games away from the end of the season. You're going to a playoffs, and you're just like, eh, coach isn't working out.
2: I mean, when you've got a proven next-level coach like Jacques Vaughn in the <laughs> yeah, wings, I mean, you really just, don't have any choice but to pull the trigger. That is true.
1: <laughs> Maybe that was the thing. They were just looking at the, the their coaching roster and being like, man— Jacques Vaughn I like Jacques Vaughn I, he, he had that really that one really good game where I learned his name because I was so excited about how well they <laughs> played against the Pacers
3: mm-hmm. five
1: years ago or whatever it was mm. also so, a, an excellent backup uh, point guard for the Utah Jazz
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah he's on <laughs> some posters <laughs> yeah.
1: for all the right reasons I'm sure mm-hmm. Um, so can anybody explain this to me? Do we know what's going on?
3: I just found out about it, so. I,
2: <laughs> Good call, <laughs>
1: Harper. Do you have any insight?
2: Well, I, I mean, just Brooklyn-iness. Okay.
0: I feel like right. there's. A, I think that there is this very specific. The there is a culture of uh, basketball culture in New York right now, uh, and it's contagious. Uh, oh, I see. So it's not just, it's all of New York. It's just New York. You look at like, you, you know, you look at, a, it was LA and New York both had, they all had bad teams, but LA fixed that problem. Okay. So you're saying that uh, Brooklyn should quarantine themselves against the Knicks, maybe? Uh, with the Knicks.
1: Oh, I see. They're both Yeah, it's effective. too late. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, maybe,
3: but maybe, uh, maybe Jacques Vaughn is good friends with Spike Lee and they're trying to like recruit mm-hmm. him over. Mm-hmm after the latest next debacle <laughs> that's <laughs> true
1: go. that's a that's good song. idea that's right
3: that's it good. at least like makes it. some sort of sense yeah i don't get this out i mean i really thought that atkinson was a good coach and was doing a great job and yeah i mean I... the only thing i can think is that they you know he's a development guy and now basically starting <laughs> next year they don't need development because they have their superstars but Harris I, I LeVert think Levert is blossoming among, under him. Um missed miss, much
2: of this season, and they've still sitting in the seventh seed. He's yeah. missed time.
1: I, I I feel like the the argument that he's a demo coach and he's not going to be able to get them to the next level is fine, but why not just play him through the playoffs to do this in the off season? Right. Like that's,
0: that's unless sh- you say I I don't want this guy to get I don't want the team to get attached to this guy.
1: I think they already were. He was
0: there for like
3: four years. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. Like, what? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. The,
2: the only thing. And that, it doesn't save
3: him any money. Like, I don't. Yeah. So.
2: Right. I mean, the only thing that would really make rational sense, such as it is, is that Kevin and Kyrie hate the guy and they want yeah. him out of the organization. And I don't, I don't know if that's strictly rational either.
0: <laughs> but, like. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> that would explain it.
2: Yeah. Without the team disliking this guy vehemently launching him right now. Yeah. It doesn't make it. just does not even make it like a lot of sense.
1: And, and I could see, I mean, if, if Kevin Grant, Durant came to me and said, um, I hate this guy, you got to get rid of him. I mean, he's, you know, Durant's one of the top players in the NBA and you just paid a, uh, you know, a ton of money to get him. I understand like, you know, reasonably, maybe doing that because you've got to satisfy your best player, but would you be like, Hey Durant, you're not even playing right now. Like just, just, uh, let's <laughs> we'll yeah. sit the season out.
2: I mean, neither of them have played with the guy. Right. right. I mean, Kyrie yeah. had a stint, I guess. <laughs> right. Like... Right.
1: Um, the only, the only thing I could think of is that, uh, uh Deandre Jordan, uh, recently was put to the bench, but like, DeAndre Jordan doesn't seem like a guy that has the juice to get
3: somebody fired. I mean, no, I hope not. <laughs> he shouldn't. And also, he's not as good as Jared Allen, so he should be right. coming off the bench. Like, right. <laughs> that is weird. Oh, this is just bizarre. Uh,
1: well, there's our Nets news for the month.
0: <laughs> I hope it's for the the rest of the season. <laughs> God. Anyway, the Pacers played, uh, some basketball games this week in, in uplifting news, uh, three games this week, uh, still on the road trip, uh, first one Monday, March 2nd at San Antonio, they win this one, 116 to 111, Malcolm Brogdon had a fantastic game, 26.7 assists, six rebounds, TJ Warren, a solid 23-7-7, and 7. uh, and I think the big standout was the second quarter where they, uh, dropped 40 points and, uh. Uh, after a really, really awful start uh, to come back and score 40 in the second. And uh, uh, got that one on the road. Uh, second game Wednesday, March 4th. Uh, Pacers fly to Milwaukee. Lose this one 119-100. to 100. Uh, Player of the game, of course, Giannis. Uh, 29 points, 6 assists, 12 rebounds. Sabonis had a, uh, nearly a triple-double, 15 points, 7 assists, 10 rebounds. Bench was great. Uh, overall, we can get into a little bit, but um, TJ McConnell had a very very solid game. He's, uh, I think, got a little bit of renewed uh, vigor in his a little pep in his step. Last couple games. And uh, last game of the week, Friday, March 5th at Chicago. They win this one 108-102. Uh, big uh, injury problems this game, but Sabonis was, uh, was a... Fantastic performer, twenty-four points, three assists, twelve rebounds. Uh, Brian Bowen, uh, the second, got his first start in his like fifth game as a pacer. Um, in his NBA career. In his NBA probably. career, and uh, uh, Edmund Sumner, twelve points off the bench, five assists, three rebounds. Uh, he was he was working hard, and he was playing really well. Uh, he had a heat check, which I was happy about. That
1: you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had a couple heat checks. Uh,
0: but this game was was uh, scrapping lots of bench dudes. And what what was that lineup we looked at uh, in the second half? It was like Sabonis, Goga. I don't remember it. Yeah,
1: was... uh, Sabonis and Goga. Uh, your your uh, your big man.
0: Um. M- yeah. McConnell, oh, it was McConnell and two holidays. Yeah, I think that was the the, the lineup we're rolling out, and they were killing it too. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, I'm not sure that, that that lineup's ever been seen mm. uh, this season. So no film on that one,
1: right? That's that's
0: why we were able to run all over <laughs> with that. And boy, the bulls were were chairman. Your bulls are bad. What's up?
3: <laughs> like super bad.
0: That was yeah. that was bad because that, you know we had, there were stretches where we were. You know, I was like, man, we are we are really struggling here. And I look up, it's like, we're
3: still up eight Pacers points. Pacers had oh. seven turnovers in the first oh, quarter. and It was and we're so up. bad. Yeah. Was a hor- I mean, we were they, playing horrible basketball. Yeah.
1: They right? have two <laughs> shooters, and outside of that, they just... I mean, everything they shot, they just seemed a brick. Like, even Lauren Markman
3: was, like, barely hitting the rim. It was ugly. But, I mean, great effort from these guys. Like, you got to commend this team. If if Nate Mil- Nate McMillan does one thing, it's he has his guys prepared and ready to play. And they come out and they play hard. And that's what's so fun about watching this team, is it doesn't matter who wears the laundry, they're gonna come out there and play the same way, and play hard, and give you a chance to win most nights. You know? And yeah. Shout out. You know? Yeah,
0: who were we missing this game? So yeah, T... Uh... Uh, TJ Warren um, he, ju- he just he just dropped out of the the uh, the primary. No, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: no, the
0: other Warren. Right, right. No, he was out no, for he suspended uh suspended his campaign. Suspended his campaign. <laughs> all right, all right, thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh TJ Warren was out uh for some soreness. Um Victor Oladipo was out soreness. No. no Oladipo played. played. Oh, right, right. right. Old did play. Yeah, he, he didn't had an look game. like
3: a uh, professional basketball player right but, yeah. he, he had
0: an okay game uh malcolm brogdon was out uh for soreness
1: and dougie mcbuckets out soreness yeah so how did you feel uh,
3: jason that uh oladipo's game then he said he didn't look like a professional basketball player i feel like he's still hurt i feel like he's not he didn't look comfortable to me um he hit a couple threes which was nice you know in rhythm but you know several possessions he just come down and sort of do the dougie mcbuckets from last year like run over and stand in the corner and just be like okay cool like i didn't really feel like he imposed his will really at all on the game maybe maybe in flashes in the first half but um he didn't really need to either i guess so that's fine if he's he still looks tired to me all the time um and he, you know, he's just not super active on defense. You know, I worry he that he's turned the ball just... over a
1: lot. I feel like I don't, I don't have the yeah. numbers on it, but I feel like he turned over quite often.
0: four. Four turnovers. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I mean, it's just it's noticeable when when you're you have a starting lineup and like the guys you're looking to do things for you are Sabonis and Oladipo, and Sabonis is doing Sabonis things and looks great, and Oladipo kind of looks lost at some level um but you know still figuring out ways to to pick up wins so i don't know did you guys see this too or no am i just on an island
2: nope you're i mean it is what it is okay (laughs) one game at a time for vic but you know you're absolutely right that he didn't really need to take it over so we're fine with that it's a it's a fun game it's fun to see all the deep bench guys get out there and get some (laughs) minutes man
1: yeah yeah did you see the uh, Dan Burke halftime interview? I, I've never seen him so happy. He was yeah, like he laughing was and stuff. Yeah. It was just like, he's like, it's just really fun to watch these guys and cheer for him. You know, like these are guys that don't see minutes. And like, you know, and we were up by a bunch. So, like, you know, him probably going in the locker room and harping on them for missing some rotations, which I'm sure he did. Uh, but yeah. uh, it was it was nice for him to come out and do the interview. I, he's never usually very happy ever, and it was really fun. So this was fun. The guys that you know, a uh, uh, Brian Bowen, um, you know, he didn't score, but the whole team was trying to get him points. You know, everybody was mm-hmm. pulling for each other. It was it was fun.
2: Didn't work.
0: No, <laughs> I thought McConnell looked looked good. He was active. Mm-hmm. Uh, o- only five points, but he you know he was doing T.J. McConnell things. Uh, Jakar Sampson, you know, this guy when Is he gets some he minutes. He's quickly
1: becoming your favorite pacer. No, he's
0: not one right. but I like I like the minutes he puts on the floor. Like he's super active, just running around. Um and if he's if there's a chance for a highlight dunk, he's gonna he's gonna do it. Uh, he
3: murdered the rim a couple times. He did. He did. Yeah. Well, I really thought that um uh, Justin Holiday was the player of that game. He's he won that game for us. Oh. That um Pacers were up by you know 15 to 20 most of the game but then you know did the standard fall apart in the fourth quarter <laughs> thing yep. uh, and the Bulls got it within six I think at some point it was it was you know nail bitey uh situation uh and then Holiday comes up with a couple of just huge defensive plays huge block um and a steal I think and uh just did what he does so shout out to him The rest of the week was good for the Pacers, too. I I mean, I guess we'll start with the San Antonio game. I thought that game, uh, boys look really spry. Moving a lot. um, Playing great defense. And mostly I was surprised by the Spurs. That was the first time we had seen them uh, against the Pacers this year. They do not look like a Spurs team. They make a lot of mistakes. They... Uh, turn it over a fair amount. They have poor, really poor defensively, um, so it's no surprise that they're on the outside looking in in the the playoff on, on the West. Yeah, I mean they're You're without usually Aldridge. Post one hundred and
2: sixteen on the Spurs.
3: That's right. Yeah. Uh,
0: Lamarcus Aldridge was was out that game. He was uh, injured, so that's a you know key key player they're missing. But yeah, and just the in general. Fertile. Hmm.
1: And Jakob Pirtle. Jakob Pirtle. Yeah, the teenage mutant ninja Pirtle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, also uh, yeah, I mean they had a, like a bad, you know, they're they're scrapping to get back in the end of the game, and they they had a turnover on an inbound, like a unforced error on an inbound with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know a, less than two minutes left. I when mean, you that's say just...
2: they, you actually mean the other team, not <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, not us.
0: Yeah.
1: And then no this... I uh, well, uh, my, but yeah my only comment on the, uh, this game is uh the, this you know and I think all week um, really slow starts for the team I, mean, I think at least it was the uh, they scored the uh, the San Antonio scored the first 10 points um, mm-hmm. and uh, Milwaukee similarly we were down 22 in the, the first quarter and then even against the Bulls we were down like two to 12 or something like that so these really uh, dangerous starts for us but uh, the response, I thought, which largely came from the bench in this game, that you talked about that 40-point uh, second quarter. Um, that was largely to do with the, the activity and the movement of that bench, uh, which, you know, when it's, it's together, just plays really well. Um, and and it's one of the reasons that uh, Brian Bowen got the start, because I think Nate understands that that bench is playing really well together and trying to keep them intact. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and then in the the one loss this week against the the Bucks, I didn't necessarily think that the Pacers played poorly. The Bucks are just really, really good. Like when they turn it on defensively, like they did in sort of the late third quarter, fourth quarter uh, on the on the Pacers here, they were blowing up all of the actions that we were running. We had a really hard time getting a clean look. Uh and then offensively, oftentimes that leads to uh they get turnovers and breakouts, and they're uh, very difficult to handle in transition. And even in the half court, Like they just move the ball super well. It's shooters everywhere. It's They're really, really good. Uh, and then, of course, the super low light is Brogdon goes down in this game. Um, started and then went down with a hip on like a n- non-contact, seemingly very innocuous uh, drive into the lane just comes up lame and is is out so hopefully that's nothing i always get scared by non-contact injuries like that but i don't know
1: the um in this game Giannis puts up 29 but uh just watching it i thought that uh miles turner did a really nice job on him mm-hmm. um you know he's tall enough and and was able to move his feet enough with him at least in the half court to give him some trouble um, and, you know, when Giannis is running downhill on a fast break, there's not much you can do. But, you know, Turner has some some really great instincts on how to, you know, block a shot or adjust a shot even on fast breaks. So, um, you know, his shooting was 10 at 23. Um, and I thought, uh, you know, that was partly due to um, to Turner. Nobody's going to stop Giannis. But I, I thought it was nice to see that, you know, I think last year we talked about how we, – we, I think we had – Giannis had one bad game against us against Thaddeus Young and we are like oh you got the Giannis stopper um, nobody stops Giannis but uh, but I thought Turner did a, a
3: admirable job on him mhm Faux show.
0: I guess at, yeah as of uh, recording uh, Brogdon's still out um, is he day to day? yeah
1: everybody's day to day with sore stuff
0: yeah I really liked the uh, the uh, T.J. McConnell uh, and Dante Divincenzo battle that was going on the backup point guards. Mm. Uh, I thought that was pretty fun to watch. Uh, and uh, McConnell does what he does uh, often, which is uh, uh, intercept the uh, the inbound pass after a basket, and mm. uh, <clears throat> I love I love those so much.
1: Well, yeah. So we were down twenty two in the first, and we got it within two at halftime. And, again, it was that bench just coming in with a ton of energy. energy. Um, stuff really matters. Um, Vincenzo. Yeah. Who is this guy? He ripped us up.
3: He's a Villanova kid. Man. Ripped up Xavier for several years. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. But he does, he defends <laughs> super well. Like, he works his butt off and can do good things. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do we have to play them again this year? Hopefully not, because <laughs> they're real good. I heard today I was listening to a podcast that they have the great, the best um, point differential in NBA history. Yeah, at like twelve point seven or nine or whatever it is, something insane. That's like mm. amazing. No team that's ever had a
2: twelve point differential has ever not won the championship. That. wow okay um brogdon's got a muscle tear mm. oh no
3: that does not sound good
2: week to week,
3: <clears throat> week okay two week that is bad news yeah
0: well Ed, sumner better hit the gym
3: yeah that's right it's sumner and Aaron <laughs> holiday cardio. time let's yeah. do
1: it uh yeah, Sumner was a little little winded uh, in all his minutes in Chicago, uh, but played really well. You said he had a heat check. He had that three heat check, but yeah. also I thought late in the third. Uh, he was doing so well in that second quarter, just like driving on the fast break into like two or three guys and getting the long layup. He's, he's so long yeah. and smooth. Uh, he tried to do it in, in a half-court set in the late third, and I was like, uh, I think that's a heat check too. You're, like, you're, just, you're trying to do too much, buddy. Yeah. Um, but in general, I thought he played within himself. He played really well. Um, yeah, you're right. The coaching staff should be proud. Uh, all these guys should be proud of themselves. They they really stepped up and and uh, they got uh, they interviewed Justin Holiday after the game. And he's like, "Why are you inter- You know, why are you interviewing me?" I'm like, well, yeah, because you had the two defensive staves down the stretch. But he mm-hmm. was like, "All these young guys, they played great. Like, this is career games for them." And he talked about him, which was cool.
3: Mm-hmm. But, you
1: know, this is a team that pulls for each other. It's nice.
3: For sure. Well, this week the Pacers finally wrap up this road trip. Uh, go back to Texas uh, on site We're we're recording on a Saturday, weirdly this week. So uh, Sunday, the Pacers will play at Dallas. This is a really rough week. Okay, so Dallas is really <laughs> good. And then Tuesday, home to Boston, and then Saturday at Philadelphia. Who is are missing? Uh, both Embiid and Simmons, but those guys are likely to come back soon, I believe. So uh, Tough games, but uh, if we win these games, then, you know, can kind of crawl up to that four seed. We're still right there.
1: Yeah, so we're, uh, as of recording, we're tied with Philly. Actually, we have the we have tiebreaker breaker right now because we haven't played that, that fourth and final game with them. Um, and we're two games behind the Heat for the fourth seed. Um, I think Philly has the easiest schedule left in the NBA, and um, we're have to win some games. We have to beat these teams, uh, man. Yeah, the Boston's and the and the Heat and the Phillies of this world, if we want to move up. So, and, and also the Dallas's of this world. I'm I'm worried about this game. You know, uh, ending uh, a five-game road trip, uh, you start to feel like you want to be in your own bed. Um, you've already got. You're already three and one. So if you lose this game, you got a winning record. Like I don't know. I hope the guys can stay focused because you're right. Dallas is 39 and 25. Like they're
3: they have the best really offense good. in the NBA. They're going to be a real challenge. They're really. Luca's right now.
1: Luca's like 30 point triple double every night. Apparently.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. We'll be we'll be good. It'll be fun to watch. They've been they've been winning. You know they've been playing well. Most nights, and uh, uh, you know when the uh, odds have been against them, they've uh, responded well. So,
1: talking about the Pacers or the
0: or the Mavs. yeah the, the Pacers, okay, freaking Mavs, <laughs> oh, they, they, they've been good too. All right, well we'll be we'll be back with you on Thursday. Uh, until then, you can hit us up on the social media sites uh, on Twitter we're at undebeatables facebook.com slash the undebeatables website is the undebeatables.com and wherever you're listening if you can rate or review our show it helps new listeners find us or in your podcast app you can share the episode with a Pacer fan in your life uh, we got some t-shirts for sale too yeah we do for our once always coach
1: Bobby Leonard now in the hall of fame out the light the
3: party over that was colder. mostly
2: english <laughs>
3: mostly i mostly. feel like that was i feel like that was the next uh, club banger
0: i'm going to
3: drop a sick beat behind that Yeah, remix we're that I, we're in yeah. business <laughs>
0: We need to sell. We need someone just to yell remix, uh, so we can put that in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go it. ahead, do it right now. <laughs> remix. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Nailed Pretty it. All right, let's call
3: Nailed. Scoot. Nailed it. Let's put this on wax.